Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show today. My name is John Drummond or Yang Haowen. Hello, 大家好，欢迎各位再度来到 Angie 英文。我是 Angela. We have a great episode for you today with my good friend TK, who's known around the Taiwanese community as TK Chen. 今天我们再一次的呢，请到了一位在 NFT 非同质代币这块领域投资的达人来跟各位做分享。那这一次请到的是连续创业家 MetaBoom 大佬 TK。My guest today is Taiwanese. He is a serial entrepreneur, venture capitalist, and the creator of the MetaBoom NFT. He is a lover of learning new things. Following his heart and so much more. So everyone, please welcome my new friend TK. Hey guys, hey John. Boom, boom. Thanks for having me. Meta boom. <laughs> yeah, meta boom. What's up, my brother? Thank you <laughs> for making some time out of your crazy, crazy schedule right now here in Taiwan. You are doing some incredible things in the blockchain, crypto, NFT communities. In the music community,、yeah. man, there's a lot of fun stuff. I'm excited to dive into today with you. But I was hoping we could kind of start with a little introduction. So, who is the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> TK? Hey guys,、uh, my name's TK.、Uh, I am a serial entrepreneur. So I've been doing this startup for almost ten, uh, more than ten years now. I started everything back in 2010. That's my first startup.、Um, so we were doing, you know, stupid software app kind of stuff. Um, and then I、uh, switched the table. I、uh, I was in、uh, VC world, so become you know investing people and investing in startup that I, I believe in.、Um, and then that's that's for another six years, I think. And then you know、um, being a VC investor is you know not as fun as being a startup. And、uh, but being startup is so exhausting, I have to say.、Um, so yeah, so then I、uh, jumped back into the startup world.、Um, that was two years ago,、uh, doing blockchain and NFT stuff. Yeah, that's me. Beautiful,、well, nice little summary right there. That's clearly not the first time you've、uh, you've had to give that little pitch. <laughs> yeah, <I love laughs> many <it> . times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I was hoping we could focus on the kind of past two years of your life、mm -hmm. as you've been working tirelessly trying to. Dive into the music community and the NFT community. So,、yeah. can you share a bit about what you're doing right now with your incredible project called MetaBoom? Yeah. So,、um, I'll probably start from、uh, saying that you know, when I was in VC role as an investor, I keep observing what kind of projects or what what kind of technology or topics that is revolutionized、uh, the whole world that can change the world. And and I haven't really found anything like that until I found blockchain, and At the moment, I start start to study blockchain. I was so overwhelmed and so mind blown <laughs> by the technology. <laughs> Me、It、too. Is, yeah, <laughs> I mean, everybody who spends some time studying blockchain eventually jump into the rabbit hole, right, and never come back.、Um, so you know, just just so different. This technology can create a new economics, create a new world in a sense. Um, so yeah, that that was like you know my uh, my uh, epiphany, saying that okay, this is the the route I should go. So we start to、uh, do a little bit more research about what kind of、uh, problem can be solved by blockchain,、uh, and then it's you know it's kind of quickly、um, coming to 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 us that、um, you know these kind of content creators、um, they are not being treated well in the current Web two point oh era because nowadays with this kind of、um, you know paradigm paradigm shift. A lot of、uh, these kind of digital digital、uh, files has zero value, 
because it's just so easy to be copy paste, right? Um, so your MP3 or your digital files is identical to my uh, digital files. There's no way to prove that you own these digital files until the blockchain technology comes out. Um, then you know within that this is you know the creators have been suffering from this problem for probably decades, more than decades. And and within that this is the you know this is the way to go. And and this will definitely generate a new world for content creators. So yeah, we're very passionate about solving that problem. Yeah, it's beautiful and it's a beautiful problem to solve. And I can't agree more with you about how excited I felt when I started discovering blockchain and the imagination and the creativity of what we can actually build now with this kind of ownership economy. And so, like you said, yeah, you've spent the past two years now really trying to find what needs blockchain technology. Mm. Because right now, we both know it's oversaturated. Everyone thinks they can now create an NFT or or use something blockchain related. And yes, maybe we will get there. But at the moment, you have landed on the music industry. Right. And the creator economy around musicians and streaming and sharing music and listeners and so can you share a little bit about your origin story with music yeah so we start everything from music as an asset uh for for being tokenized because uh within them uh you know i'm from taiwan right born and raised in taiwan so um when i was young that was 30 years ago <laughs> um taiwan's music pretty much dominate the whole um, Chinese-speaking market. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing because we have so, with so many great talents and, and you know, great music produ produ producers here. Um, yeah, so, so we think that music as an asset still has its potential to go to a global market. Um, that's why we want to start from music. And also, you know, because this streaming platform out there diminish or, you know, take away all the value from um, the artists themselves. So many middlemen in between the industry. Uh, we think that's a huge problem there and we have this kind of unfair advantage. That's why we start from music. So we start everything uh, as a music issuing platform out there. Uh, we help artists to issue their music as an empty format and sell to the fans or um, supporters. Um, then we realize that uh, it is not enough um, by just you know putting music as an NFT. We have to create a whole ecosystem in order to make the whole flow, you know, like smoothly, right? And and so that's why we think that um, this from the supply side, the creators. Um, the benefit is so huge that they understand why they want to do NFT. But from the buyer side, they still need a layer of uh, motivation um, and also the application for music NFTs. That's why we start the Meta Boom, which is a boombox NFT that you can carry. Uh, you can put your, all your music NFT collection inside the Meta Boom, and then you can bring that Meta Boom into the Metaverse and play the music there. And while you do so, you are rewarded uh, some token uh, reward by sharing the music you like. Mm -hmm. So everybody suddenly become a streaming platform or DJ, right? Become radio and you play music and you earn token reward. Uh, we think that's more, um, it's more complex e uh, ecosystem for musicians and also for uh, the supporters. That's why we're so passionate about this. Yeah, and I, I just love feeling your energy about it because <laughs> it is so beautiful. You're creating the ecosystem right. which the NFT community desperately needed. You know, we start first generation NFTs. It's beautiful. It's a profile picture. It's kind of this digital art. Okay, that's exciting. But the art community doesn't know now how to grow out from there, right? And so you're like, all right, music NFTs, the musician knows how to create it. Mm -hmm. But now what about the user mm -hmm. and, and how to onboard the next 
million plus, yeah. you know, 100 million plus users is going to be an exciting, yeah, exciting it's time. still super early for NFT projects. I mean, for, for PFP project that this kind of profile picture projects, mm, great now, word, PFP, right? PFP, there. yeah, <laughs> in the in the blockchain community, PFP profile pick. <laughs> There's just so many of this kind of terminology in NFT project, WAGMI, right? <laughs> Wag me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> we all gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, so so many of that. Um, so 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 for that kind of projects, um, I think the time has passed for just purely PFP projects. Mm. Nowadays, um, the whole um, market or you know people are looking for NFT with utility functions, and and you know the buzzword metaverse, right? So you have to <laughs> have some sort of uh, connection with the metaverse. So so yeah, that's the direction we're heading. I love it, man. Yeah, and so thinking about that, your MetaBoom project, this boombox, if you guys can visualize this, this boombox can carry music NFTs from different artists, and then it can tie into other NFT projects' profiles. So, for example, a buzzword right now is called Bored Apes Yacht Club. You guys have maybe seen these pictures of apes. They're worth a lot of money. Yeah. But what's cool is TK and the team at MetaBoom are creating a way that this profile picture could also have the boombox in the background. Is that right? Yeah, you can carry that boombox into the metaverse and hand, you know, and play the music. Just like old school type of stuff, right? Yeah, man, like showing up to the block party with, <laughs> exactly. with some music. And it's so cool because that makes me think about the limitless possibilities of collaborating throughout the space and giving more utility and use case function to, you know, Crypto kitties yeah. to, you know, all these buzzwords, lazy lions, all these lions, projects yeah. that need a little bit more oomph. Yeah, especially when you're thinking about it, like people are spending millions of dollars on um, a, a monkey, right? In a sense, a JPEG. A JPEG, <laughs> right? And they definitely love to equip the the profile picture, right? To so make it more cooler, to, to make it, you know, like awesome. So, so yeah, so it's, it's very much like, you know, you. Like you're buying virtual goods, and then you you, you have this kind of avatar in the video games. You know, buy more equipment, something like that. So that's kind of the logic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this leveling up. I I love it so much. And so thinking, if you can, a little bit about the future of TK, but also MetaBoom, and maybe of of blockchain and crypto as a whole. What are you looking forward to in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, I would say 2022 definitely definitely the the year for metaverse. And also what we call the uh, GameFi, which is the play-to-earn type of style, another terminology. Hey, play-to-earn. Play <laughs> so we also have this kind of uh, wordplay on uh, play-to-earn. We call it DJ-to-earn. DJ-to-earn. Yeah, DJ so whenever you play music, you become a DJ, and then you, you earn token rewards. I think those two things will definitely be um, you know, the, the, the main thing in 2022. Um, so yeah, we're very excited to see more metaverse player out there that we can partner with, um, and yeah, and have some demo you know, for people to understand how do you play music in the metaverse. That's something, in my opinion, in our team's opinion, is um something that Spotify won't be able to tackle into because you know in the metaverse, um, everything has to be an NFT because you cannot live in the world without ownership. You you have to live in the world with ownership, right? Mm. So if if that it, it, you know, if someone called the metaverse and then you, know, you don't really own anything in the metaverse, to me, it's just an application. It's a software. Mm -hmm. um, it's not a not a metaverse. So um, you know, people have to buy land, buy car, buy house in the metaverse, and you have to buy your own music. Uh, Spotify cannot uh, own every single music in the world. It's just not gonna happen. It's just impossible. Mm -hmm. So it has to be. Uh, you know, the power has to be go back to the people or, or the owner. Um, that's where we try to, you know, get our foot in first and then, you know, figure out how to play music in this kind of different economics. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's a brilliant model, and I love what you're doing, and I wish you guys nothing but success. And thank you. And we'll see where things go from here. Yeah, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, it's 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 exciting times. You know, it's it's unknown, but that is the exciting part of it. Very exciting, very yeah. exciting, very very cool. 节目上半段一开始这里啊 ，TK 分享到说，从他开始创业到现在已经有超过十年之久。好，一开始本来是创业做软体，后来改去弄做那个风险投资。那现在呢，则是又回来继续创业，只是呢，变成是在音乐和 NFT 的领域发展。好，这边开头我们马上就有几个字要来跟大家介绍。第一个是 Serial Entrepreneur。好，这个 serial 有连续的意思，所以 serial entrepreneur 就是刚才说的连续创业家。好，就是连续成立了好几间公司。那有时候我们可能在新闻上啦，或是电影里面听到的连续杀人犯，也跟这个字有关。我们说 serial killer， 还有像是产品序号有没有那个一连串的号码，一般也会说 serial number。另外，风险投资或者也有人说创投、创意投资，它的英文说法是 venture capital， 好，也就是刚才访谈中来宾说的 VC。再来 ，TK 跟大家分享到，他之前还在弄创投的时候，因为注意到区块链对社会经济带来的价值和影响之大，好，整个就好像发现新大陆一样，觉得科技也太强大了吧，就开始思考说，哎。或许可以透过区块链的这个加密技术，好来改善一些音乐创作人在 Web 2.0 时代中所面临的作品所有权的问题，所以那时候才会决定来做 Meta Boom 这个计划，让这些音乐创作人呢可以有一个呃管道，好来把他们的作品以 NFT 的方式去出售卖给粉丝，那粉丝买家呢又可以透过分享买来的音乐。好，而得到奖励代币来继续去平台上使用，形成一个一个循环，好让 NFT 的买卖在平台上成为一个诶循环的生态系统这样子。那这边刚才他们提到的 PFP 还有 WAGMI， 不晓得大家有没有抓到它的意思 ？PFP 指的是我们个人页的大头照 ，Profile Pic or Profile Picture。好，那另外这个。呃、uh, ，wag me，w a g m i 是 we're all gonna make it 这句话的缩写，好，就是说我们都会成功的意思。这在加密货币的社群里面很常见，一般是用来鼓励彼此不要放弃加密货币，要坚持下去这样。好，还有一个也是最近比较新的词，不管是英文还是中文都都蛮新的。如果你也跟来宾一样，已经有在元宇宙开始圈地弄房地产的话呢？可能也就都知道元宇宙的英文说法，就是刚才 T K 提到的 Metaverse。另外，刚才他也有提到的是对于未来的计划。OK， 因为元宇宙和这个所谓的呃 Play to Earn 玩转玩游戏赚钱这个概念，大概往后只会越来越行。好，所以他们团队呢也打算把玩转这个概念套用到他们那个 Meta Boom 音乐平台上，变成他刚刚讲的这个 DJ to Earn。好，意思就是说，你只要当 DJ 播音乐，就也可以赚钱，这样子赚他们的奖励代币。好，这部分是他们公司今年的努力目标，也期待未来呢可以有机会跟元宇宙的音乐人合作，让他们保有自己音乐的所有权。好啦，那上半段就先在这里告一段落，我们赶快继续听下半段的分享吧。Awesome, TK. Well, do you mind if we transition a little bit into kind of the story of you、yeah. and your language journey? Because 
obviously right now it's so great. You are so fluent in English. No. <laughs> Still learning. Still learning. Very humble as well. <laughs> and what I think is so beautiful is you're you're working so much with English now in the NFT community. Yeah. But you're also in Taiwan pitching to probably so many companies in Chinese. Right. So can we start with maybe where did English become important to you? I think you know my my mother studied uh, foreign language department in her college, mm. so I, I I think that's kind of you know runs in the family a little bit. So I love English as when when I was young, and I watch a lot of Disney cartoon and Friends, <laughs> Friends <laughs> like everybody else, right? It's yeah, kind of weird, but <laughs> it's a great show. You know, so a lot of people learn English from um, the TV show. Um, so, but especially when I, um, you know, start my, um, career, the importance of English really hits me, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and that's where I realized that, you know, if you want to do business and, um, it's definitely not enough to do just local business. I mean, for startup as, uh, especially, mm. uh, it has to be a global business. That's why you can get money from VC and, you know, and really make it a huge business. So yeah, you have to speak English and, and that's, that's kind of the only way. Now, when I'm doing my um the NFT business, while the uh the community is all about like you no know, English speaking community, um not many people in well let let's say that you know the um the for the NFT market majority of that I would say probably like eighty eighty percent even maybe ninety percent are non Chinese speaking um community uh, demographic mm -hmm. so. That's the only way to do. You have to speak English. Yeah, so this just weird. You just have to be. Yeah, and it's interesting you think about that because, like you said, eighty percent of the market right now is English speaking. Even though there's teams and projects all over the world, but English is still kind of being seen as the global language yeah. of the community. Also, you've got a fun connection to the hip hop community. <laughs> this man right here is Yo, a hip hop what lyricist. <laughs> Peace, love. <laughs> love no, it. I just, I just love, um, I just love writing lyrics. I love telling stories. Um, you know, and um, you know, I, you, you know, there's a YouTube channel. It's called um, Epic Rap Battle of History. No, I've never a heard that. It's called Epic Rap Battle of History. And um, so basically, they are just having two like history uh, characters and uh, having this kind of rap battle to each other. Um, so fun! That's so you know, so interesting, so funny. Um, so I I love that, and that's why I, you know whenever I see something in the society or you know um, or you know what doing my startup or doing my VC job as I'm learning, I tend to make it a, a, a rap song. And you know how music works, right? The music can just go into your heart and go in your mind. That's Easier to convey an idea, convey a message to people. So yeah, and I I, I love singing, I love perform. So yeah, so that's <laughs> natural thing. That's <laughs> so cool. And yeah, so what you're saying right there is yeah, you might have two historical moments exactly, and they are wrapping the history of that to each right. other. So it's a fun creative exercise, and I love it because you were saying you took that concept and that helps you learn. It helps you express yourself and tell stories. And you're doing it in Chinese and English. Uh, yeah, but mainly in Chinese. Mainly in Chinese. Okay, well, that makes sense. But it could be a great tip for our audience to maybe try that in a language you're trying to learn, too. You know, if you're trying to learn English, you're trying to learn Mandarin or Spanish, yeah. trying to express yourself in that, you're learning that, you're having fun and playful yeah. and being creative. Yeah. The brain is retaining information right there. <laughs> exactly, so exactly. So cool, so cool, man. And the music is so powerful, right? Especially rap song. I think that's, you know, when you listen to rap song, you... You know, you you want to understand the lyrics, and then you know it just 
absorb the only message that the creators want to give you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so you know, when I was doing my uh, VC job, um, I wanna I wanna share my knowledge about VC to my you know uh, startup peer. Um, so I did this song about you know how startup guy rap about um, you know how bad VC was and VC rap about how 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 bad the startups are. Uh, so it's kind of kind of educate both both sides. So thinking too about now back in Taiwan. Obviously, the company is focusing a lot on English, but right. you're focusing on maybe day to day in Chinese. Have you found a balance between both languages for maybe people you work with, with your employees or investors, or、yeah. the community for the NFT project? Yeah, so that that's actually a challenge for us. I mean, we have to. So we're doing a global business, right? We have to use English all the time,、uh, and it's better. And if we're serve,、uh, we're serving a Western group of audience. We probably have to have someone who is from the West, right, and and understand the culture, not just the language, understand the culture, understand how to create the hype,、mm. <laughs> FOMO. That's another term, right? FOMO, yes. Yeah, fear of missing out. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, or right now, JOMO, joy of missing out. Joy of missing out. Yeah, <laughs> even better, right?、Yeah. And um, yeah, and and you know, from a group of people who are born and raised here in Taiwan,、mm. no matter how good we are in English speaking, uh, it's definitely not good enough. And so we have to find someone who is, you know, in that world,、mm. and and but you know, having someone in the team、uh, as a foreigners、um, who doesn't really speak Chinese、uh, might be a problem for the team because、mm. you know all the team other team members are from Taiwan, right? Local. Right. So it's it's a it's a it's a problem for me. I mean, we still try to figure out, but we think we have to have that kind of. Person in the team, and、um, and then we、we'll、try to figure out how to communicate with that. I probably have to be the translator. <laughs> that would take a lot of time, but uh, but yeah, I I I just think it doesn't make sense to just have you know a group of Taiwanese people do global business. Yeah, so yeah, that's the challenge. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a very honest challenge to have, and and to be dealing with having a global mindset, but a team that's only in one country, whether that's anywhere in the world, but. It's very admirable, and I really wish you nothing but success.、And、Thank you. The question I love to end here on NG Ingwen with is: If you could go back and talk to a younger TK, pre-startup <laughs> VC NFT man, would there be any advice you give yourself about language, life, business? Right. I I, I gotta say I have very limited regret、uh, so far. I mean, I didn't really follow the routine route. I just follow what I what I love and just do what I love. And、um, so I think you know. So you know, I, I was if I can re- if I could really go back,、um, I would probably just tell my、um, the younger TK saying that、um, you know don't need to wait for anything. I still remember when I when I tried to st- do my startup, I still have a lot of excuse. So I was ah,、oh, you know, I'm I'm not ready.、Uh, you know, I, I need to go to study abroad. I need to get a master degree. You know, do this kind of stuff.、Um, now looking back. That experience definitely is a huge plus,、uh, but it doesn't really add to the su- success at all. I mean, you don't have to do that in order to get success, right? To, to be successful. So,、um, you know, I would say I'll probably tell younger TK, you know, be be brave and trust in yourself, believe in yourself, and be more more confident,、uh, confidence, right?、Mm-hmm. Have more confidence. I think that's a. I would say that's probably the general 
uh, you know, problem for a lot of Asian kids. Like we are educated to be, uh, you know, follow the follow the rules, always looking for the correct answer. Which in life, there's none. Um, so so yeah, I would probably you know just emphasize that more to the younger TK. Nice, yeah, it's beautiful advice. Yeah, I think anyone listening to that, you know, following your heart, following your heart. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Know? Yeah, and I love that. Awesome. Well, well said. Well, TK, where can people find more about MetaBoom? Maybe more about your life online? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, for MetaBoom, I think that's more important. <laughs> um, we have Discord channels. Uh, I, I know that people are not familiar with uh, Discord. Is you know, mm-hmm. it's not something we have here in Taiwan. Right. But uh, if you want to try it, yeah, you can go to uh, search for MetaBoom. Um, just on Google, search for MetaBoom, and you see the Discord. You see the website. Um, yeah, it's easy to find us. Yeah, it's, it's the uh, one main spirit of blockchain business is it is driven by the community Mm. so uh it has to be super easy for the team to be approached by the community so yeah we're just one message away one message away i like that yeah Uh yeah and also we are uh recruiting we are trying to expand the team so if you are um interested in nft blockchain uh we're kind of pretty open to any position right now we're we're still a small team of eight so we are looking for engineers, um, marketing guys, um, you know, product guys, and all that kind of stuff. So if you're you know excited about music and NFT um, and metaverse, can all the buzzwords, right? Hit <laughs> me up. Uh, I can be found on uh, LinkedIn as well. Uh, just type in uh, Taiku Chen T A I dash K U C H E N. Yeah, then you'll see me. Wish you guys nothing but success. And if anyone is interested in music, NFTs, metaverse. This is the man to follow. Thank you. All right, TK. Thank you for making some time for us today. Thank you for having Angie me. I appreciate that. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah. 节目下半段这边，我们聊完了虚拟货币，开始谈到了 TK 他的语言学习运用过程。好，相信大家也可以听得出来，他的英文实在是非常流利。好，到底怎么办到的呢？原来，因为他妈妈以前大学时期就是学外语的，所以可能。哦，让他从小也是耳濡目染了，也对英文产生兴趣。常常就是像很多人一样，会看迪士尼卡通、看美剧学英文这样子。好，那后来真正意识到英文的重要是开始工作创业之后，领悟到说，哎，要创业的话就要走国际路线，不能只做当地生意啊。哈、哦，那那要国际化，唯一的办法就是要，呃，把英文学好嘛，对不对？加上后来也开始在 NFT 这一块发展。整个就是非常需要英文能力，因为嗯，目前还是很少有讲中文的社群啊，好，绝大多数嗯都是以英文沟通，所以变成他如果要在这个领域发展，就势必要把英文练好。只是因为嗯，不管我们不管英文再怎么好，也不是讲英文母语长大的，对他们的社会文化啦、做事方式，甚至幽默感等等，可能也还是会有点不了解。所以跟他们跟外国客户做生意的时候，团队还是需要有一个当地人去协助他们跟客户跟对方沟通。好，这边有讲到一个很特别的是 ，TK 他对嘻哈饶舌特别有兴趣，而且常会透过写歌词的方式来表达想法。像他之前做 VC 做创投的时候，就会以这样子的方式去沟通表达，让对方更容易理解。哦，虽然他是比较多是用中文 rap， 但是根据这样的说法呢，我们学外语的说不定也可以透过这样子的方式来增加表达练习机会哦。那如果对这方面有兴趣的听众朋友，改天不妨也试试看吧。这边两个他们刚才提到的口语英文，马上来跟各位介绍一下。一个是 fear of missing out， 
，简称 FOMO， 好，意思是错失恐惧症，就是什么都怕错过，怕成为边缘人这样子。那另外一个是它的相反词 JOMO， 好 ，Joy of Missing Out。大概你们也可以猜得到是什么意思啊？哈，没错，指的就是一种享受当边缘人、边缘厌世的那个爽感，错过什么事情都可以没差这样子。好，那最后来宾想要告诉自己，想要创业就不要给自己找借口，等这个等那个哈。他希望自己就勇敢、有自信一点，相信呢自己可以做得到，这样就够了。好啦，那希望大家都有从今天的内容学到一些东西。有兴趣的话呢，待会可以上他们 Meta Boom 平台去了解一下相关资讯哦。Thanks. Right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG. Ng English I C R T, and don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from 6:30 to 7, and Wednesday night from 9 to 9:30. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye. 好啦，今天的节目就到这边告一段落啦。感谢各位的收听，别忘了订阅我们的 Spotify 还有 YouTube 频道哦。那喜欢我们节目的话，也要记得到 Instagram 到 IG 上追踪我们哦。如果各位有什么其他问题是想要问来宾的，也请欢迎在底下留言告诉我们，我们一定会想办法帮你问到手。好啦，那就下周在空中相会喽，拜拜。